With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. How much time till we're on? What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Certainly is Sports Day. Welcome to it. Monday night edition. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews are here tonight. And hello to our regulars through the Super Radio Network. Our regular listeners, I should say, not people who are regular. We'll take those. Uh, SCN 1170 in Sydney. SCNQ 693 AM in Brizzy. 1620 on the Goldie. Uh, our SCN track stations throughout New South Wales and Queensland. Jeez, hasn't been a big weekend in horse racing. Massive weekend after the Caulfield Cup. Uh, SCN Fanatic and all those listening via the SCN app. Oh, and to our gloating cousins across the ditch in S- on SCNZ, listening through SCNZ. What is it? Eight o'clock at night over there now. They're probably still on the pickles uh, <laughs> or pickle juice after the weekend that the... Uh, the All Blacks have had. New Zealand cricket going down last night against uh, India at the ODI World Cup, but it was a fantastic clash. Two unbeaten sides going head-to-head. But what about the All Blacks absolutely giving it to Argentina on Saturday morning? So hello to our very happy listeners uh, throughout SCNZ. You want to get involved in the show tonight? We love hearing from you. You are the star. Everyone bar Glenn. 0457 736 736 is our text number in Australia. Double eight double three in NZ, or you can call in any time you like. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Don't forget to follow us on our socials. There's some pretty good content going up there. Uh, may we say so ourselves? TikTok sports name da- two uh, rats. <laughs> um, just being angry. Mm-hmm. That's probably one thing. Yep. Uh, you've you've some, done some foolish. You talked about your tackle, I think, didn't you? Com- that's when it incorrect. was compared, uh, some tackle was compared That's to yours. Uh, Instagram, SCNQ. Uh, tw- and by the way, the camera, I can I can uh, concur that the camera does add 80 pounds. I can. The shot of me on some of our videos is side on. I've got more cheeks than a beef abattoir. abattoir. How'd that go? No, not real good. Twitter, sports day. You want to what? say more chins, but you thought, no, I can't that say can't that. I can't say that at all. <laughs> I so wanted to. Uh, Twitter, sports day, NSW. As I say, Sat's in the studio. Jason here. We've got Daddy Vass uh, pushing the buttons for us tonight. Hello, Daddy. How are you? G'day, gentlemen. He does more than push the buttons. What does he do? He is our master. He tried to motivate us before the show started. We're in a different studio tonight. We're actually in our Brisbane studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, you and I are together in the Gold Coast studios. Um, and Daddy doesn't have to push the buttons. Then mm. he just sits. At, I don't know what he does while the show's on. Mm. Do you think he has a snooze? Well, they try to motivate us before we came <laughs> yeah. on air tonight. What'd you say? 
Come on, let's get fired I up. Said, yeah, go, said, go, have boys. a good show, boys. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, but you said it in your usual drawl. So, all right, boys, have a good show. Yeah. Let's go. Just have a smoke on the toe. No, he doesn't. <laughs> He's not a fan of Cheech and John. Yeah, true. Australian cricket coach Andrew McDonald joins us tonight. The Aussies are starting to find some form uh, in the ODI World Cup. I mean, our great mate Dave Warner, who we only have positive things to say about. He was amazing. He was. Both he and Mitch Marsh. That was, yeah. that was great watching yeah. against Pakistan on the weekend. Our middle order, though, ordinary again. I think sometimes you get in this false sense of security when you see your openers basically both get centuries. And you sit back and you think, well, we're going to accumulate a pretty high score here. So you start thinking about the end result. What could we possibly get? What's our run rate looking at? Look how great these what? guys are going. Hit what? Look how, great, look how great these what? guys are going. And you start forgetting about your actual own performance. No, that's not the case at all. Don't reckon? What about when our openers fail? Our middle order's still failing. We are struggling at the moment there. And I'm going to have a chat to him, see if he's, if he's concerned. And oh, You're going to have a chat to him? I'm going to have a chat. I need to. Okay. I really do because as, as the fourth leading journalist in cricket in Australia, mm. it's up to me to ask the hard questions. Crash Craddock's not going to ask the hard questions. He's number one. Yep. Barrett Sundarayson. He's on the ground over there. Number yep. two, he's not asking. No, he's not. Number three is Peter Lawler. Yep. He's not asking. It's up to me. Yep. Uh, what else is on the show tonight? Oh, Sports Day's Binnett. Um, this is where we throw up suggestions from the weekend we're binning. For, is it in sport or just life in general? Life in general. Okay, we want your input on this. 0457 736 736. Double eight double three and NZ. They're not binning anything over there. Mm. Uh, or you can call us 1300 0111. I'll tell you what I'm binning. What? <clears throat> so one of our listeners, 487, saying, Sats and Woogie, have you seen Tiger Town? This is about Daryl. Daryl, mate. This is about Michael Maguire. Who oh, we're, that thing. we're talking about with uh, Missile and Scope on their show um, on SEN. Madge is an average coach. If you watch Tiger Town, uh, his players all say so. No, if you're listening to the, some of the West Tigers players, they probably don't have a, a great gauge on what success looks like. Uh, Michael McGuire, he does know what success looks like. I think he's, I think he's doing a great show at the moment. I tell you what, he's I'm doing a great show. Doing a great job at the moment, I oh, should right. say. Um, I tell you what, I'm binning. And this is just not from the weekend, but it's what reminded me on the weekend and why I'm bidding it. Cafe toilet key. So you know when you're at a cafe yeah. and you say, oh, I want to get a toilet, and they gave you like a big spoon with well, a – I don't get that. They give you a spoon with a key attached to it. Yeah. Can you imagine how filthy that – that's not the key. And it lives the, in the kitchen. Oh, I know. Bin it. You, bin you, the key. Bin the key. Well, just Keep the spoon. Give it a wash. While you're opening hours, just open the door that accesses the toilet. We don't want your filthy big key. I think I know which one you're talking about. That everyone's about, dirty hands, which is then going in the kitchen. Yeah. Don't want it. I'm actually... Um, I'm also bidding Sugar's tips from the weekend before he we went to Vegas. Joel Kane. Joel Kane sent me a... Remember what you could be you're spending your money on. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. sent me a lot of tips from Caulfield Cup Day. Yeah. I, I think I got one third... Yeah. Why Horrible do you listen tips. to other people's tips? Like, he, he doesn't know. Just because he does sports bet ads, it doesn't make him an expert mm. in tipping. Well, he claims it anyway. I'm, you know what I'm bidding? What? The Volkanovsky fight at 5 a.m. Caught me out Sunday morning. Because you automatically think Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. So I, I had all my housework done. I, I hurried the, the, the missus to go and get the yep. groceries. 
So I'd be home by 2 o'clock mm. to watch said fight. Yep. Nothing. Yeah. 5 a.m. Mm. I'm glad I didn't get up for it. Like, it was first round knockout. It was, yeah. Well, he had to lose 12 kilos in 11 days. Come first on, foremost, that's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. First and foremost, what you put your body through, it knocks out every every part of your coordination. If you're not hydrated, mm. oh, it, it doesn't surprise me. Now, he would have been paid a handsome wage to, to take that fight on at such short notice because he is the golden boy of, of the UFC. Dana White just adores him. Um, and it, that won't affect his his legacy as well. He's, in, in actual fact, I think it's actually increased his legacy of, of how great his legacy is. I should say because to take a fight of that nature up against a guy called Markachev, who's who's beaten Volkanovski, arguably their first fight, mm. I think it just adds to his his legendary status to be able to take that on. I, I I'm going to um, I, I think I'm going to try and find the audio, but I heard the the audio of him post fight. And geez, mate, it ripped, it ripped my heart to shreds because he just, he sounds like he's doing it tough at the moment. He's got all the money in the world. He's, he's, he said he's, he's got a great family, mm. but, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm not quoting him word for word here, but I just, he said along the lines of that, he's got, you know, he, he needs to fight. He needs to prepare for fights uh, to keep his mind healthy because it sounds like he's going to dark places when he's not doing that. And I just thought, wow, uh, is is has he had too many knocks? Is there an issue there with his mental health? Is it related to the sport? No, I, it's just it's just when you're when you are an elite sports man or woman, you you have you got adrenaline running through your veins and that competitive nature. And if you're not getting that, especially in the fight game, you're not getting it every week like you do as a rugby league player, rugby union player, whatever it may be. Yeah. It's you know it could be a few months before between fights, and the older you get, the closer you are to retirement, the more you crave it. So he's a guy that loves to stay active. I've got. Do you want to hear the audio? Yeah, absolutely. This is what he said post-fight yesterday. People will say it's for the money and all that, um, but it, you know it was it was much more than that. Like you know what I mean? It is hard. Like it really is hard for uh, athletes. Sorry. Um, I, I never thought I'd struggle with it, but I mean, like, for some reason, when I wasn't fighting or, or in camp, I just uh, do my head in, you know what I mean? I, I needed a fight, and then uh, this opportunity come up, and, you know, I'll be, I'll be honest, I wasn't uh, trained as much as I should have, but I thought I had to, you know, I had to, I had to do it. I had to take, take it. I thought it would be, um, you know, I'm telling myself it's meant to be, obviously, uh, I was struggling a little bit, not fighting, doing my head in. I don't know how. Everything's fine. I've got a beautiful family, um, but I don't know. You know, you, I think you just need to keep busy. So that's why, uh, I, you know, I just ask uh, the UFC to, you know, just keep me busy. The the question you would be asking, he's actually in a really good good position here from a UFC point of view, and from a from his, uh, I suppose, psychologically, from a competitive. Uh, situation, he's actually in a really good place because it means he's still hungry. Mm. It's when you start questioning, why do I have to fight again? Do I want to fight again? He was in a no-win situation with the Markachev fight. He gets asked to take it. He knocks he them back. Them out. He knocks them back and they go, hang on a sec. Yeah. Are you really that hungry to be a two-time world champion, um, two-weight division world champion? Or he says, yes, I'll take it on. I've mm. got to lose all this weight in 11 days, which is going to put your body through torture and then gets knocked out. Um, it's I, I look at it as a positive. He's 
he's still in the frame of mind where he wants to compete. You'd be concerned if he's asking himself exactly the opposite. Do I want to fight? Yeah. Oh, I, I just heard that and it just, I felt, I just felt sorry for the guy. Don't feel sorry for him. Well, I, I need he to just, help him put on weight so I can help that. I can put that 12 kilos back on. Give me a week. Yeah. It's called the Woogie Get Fast Fat Fast Diet. Yep. All right. It's hot dogs and Chico rolls for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see how the day pans out. Yep. Do you I, have your sausage roll in a roll? Yes. White buttered roll? Fresh. You know, that's the Bogan cigar. The old mate of mine can't eat two-day-old bread. I can't either. So he's got to buy new what? bread every day. Yeah, I'm a bit like that. What about the wastage, bud? That's what ducks are for. You buy the half loaves. Who's the? Oh, hello, Daddy. Oh, Daddy. How hey, are boys? you? Yeah. What am I, a pensioner now? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, how That's are you it. going? Yeah, you, you shop at farmer markets for yeast-free, dough-free bread, don't you? Mm. No, nah, I just get me honey from the markets, boys. Me honey. Mm. It's called... What about your yak's milk when you go yeah. to the farmer's market and there's mate, a yak there and you've actually, mate, got, you've actually got to milk it yourself? Mate, I drink me coffee black. I drink me coffee black. Come on. Mate, have you I – know, I know you're still learning, uh, but the word's my. Yeah, not me. I, I love me, me coffee black. Yeah, look, if my mm. nan was listening to the show, she wouldn't be oh. happy. Yeah. If she you just say me nan. <laughs> my nan, my grandma. Hey, listen, by the way, tonight we've got a pass for you and three mates to the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill Gardens on Saturday, 4th of November. This is for our New South Wales listeners. Sorry, Queensland. You win everything else, so just let our New South Wales listeners have this. Uh, Just listen out for the cue to call, and the first caller wins the tickets. Now, we're listening out for Eagle Rock, are we, aren't we, uh, Daddy? You hate the song? I hate it. I'm bidding your attitude towards music. No, no, I I don't like it because it's been flogged to death. Plus, it reminds me of Manly. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Mystery Man says he'll get another shot at the lightweight title next time with a full camp. Yeah, you're right, Mystery Man. Dana White loves him in the UFC, and he's basically said to him, who do you want to fight? Where do you want to fight? We'll promote it. Okay. Mm. Uh, When will we play that roughly, Daddy? Is it this hour or next hour? That's got a hook and tease in the biz. You've got to listen. Once you hear it, just call him. That's all we got to do. I don't want our listeners to sit through this for two hours if they hey, don't have to. Can I say um, also the announcement of Sir Bobby Charlton passing away? Yes. One of the greatest Manchester United players of all time. Of course, if you've seen the new. 600 games? Yeah, over 600 games at Manchester United. It was part of what they called the, the Busby Babes as these young players got brought through by, by a guy by the name of, I think it was Matt Busby. And he tried to just bring all these really young players. Signed at 15, Sir Bobby Charlton. And with, if you've seen the new Beckham documentary on Netflix, which if you hasn't, so haven't, so good, yeah, amazing. Uh, his father, his father just idolised Sir Bobby Charlton. That's why he wanted his son to play yep. for Manchester United. 1966 World Champions, um, as you said, over 600 games for Manchester United. Now, he was involved in something which not a lot of people, I, I don't think, really know much about. But it was called the Munich Disaster in 1958. Did you ever hear about this? No. So 28, 23 people died, was carrying the Manchester United team. And uh, on this flight, it was icy conditions. They had, to, they had to get everyone off the plane again. And they said, no, everyone's right to get back on the plane again. So when they got back on the plane, both he and another teammate, they swapped places with two other players. So as the plane took off, it, it, the, the wing nicked uh, something on takeoff, nicked a, a house or something like that, and it crashed. And basically... It, 23 people were killed, including the two players that they swapped their, their seats with. 
as well. Wow. Bobby Charlton and among other people on the plane, uh, they thought they were all, all, all dead from the from the impact. But he ended up surviving along with other teammates and other passengers. But, yeah, the two players that he swapped and another teammate swapped their, their uh, seats with were, were killed in the crash. Wow. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's happened a few times, that story. Richie where, Valens. Yeah. yeah that, that died was... at 17. Of course, the La Bamba, the famous La Bamba. Yep. Yeah, the Bopper and those guys. Yeah, they flipped a coin. And what was the name of that plane? I don't know. American Pie. Was it really? That's what the song was about. Oh, wow. There you go. We'll learn something today. Any other music trivia we can help you out with? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's uh, interesting. Died today the age of uh, 80, 86, wasn't he? Mm. Bobby Charlton. So he had a really, really, really good innings. And speaking of that doco, Beckham, we finished watching that on the weekend. Again, Mrs. Loved it. Because uh, of him. Yeah, I'd say that's yeah. the only sporting doco that she's ever been keen to watch. Yep. Like, she's putting it on. Yep. And I, I've got to admit, I don't think anyone can rock a cardigan quite like David Beckham. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. What do you think of um, his wardrobe? How it's so organized. Love it. Yeah. I, I, Mine's not as expensive as his, but I like to coordinate all my <laughs> shirts in different colors. We're, bo- we're both sitting. A little bit OCD. We're both sitting in Ringer's Western free sh- uh, polo <laughs> shirts today. Mind you, my jeans are Ringer's Western and my boots are too. Hey, the other thing I wanted to... The chuck in there. What about the fact that if you haven't seen it, I don't want this doesn't ruin anything. But he has this at the back of his mansion, mm-hmm. like a stable, isn't it? He's built this, like I don't oh, know, a kitchen. Cave. It's a man cave, but it's a kitchen. Yep. And it's where he goes every Saturday from eleven to nine. He just cooks over coals and all that sort of stuff, and the family get together. They listen to music. He cooks all day and prepares dinner all day. And he just gets on. He just gets on the pints, and they just uh, the whole family's. Mate, I love that. Do you think that was just put on for the cameras? Oh, I don't know. Tell you what, got, they got money to do it. They showed him cooking one mushroom. One mushroom. I know, but it was on oil. <laughs> it was a good mushroom, mate. That was for the camera. Why do you have to hate on David Beckham? Now, Steve. Okay, I know we're seventeen minutes in, and we haven't mentioned Minji Lee yet, <laughs> because. But we have got it in the run sheet, okay? Have we? We have, absolutely. Minji Lee won. Yeah, yeah. But, and her brother and her brother was the caddy. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. That would have been a bit of fun. So Steve, there you go. We got to it at the twenty two minute mark. Uh was that the good have we done the good oil yet? No, we haven't. All right. Uh the good oil, very quickly. Ryan Pappenhausen, we've talked about this, has reportedly been shot uh to a rival club. Well, we just spoke to the missile. Um, before, and Justin Horrow. And, and the story is that a club approached Melbourne, right? And we believe that was Parramatta. Is that confirmed? No, no. I, That's the rumour, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think. He's not going anywhere. A club, would have, a, a club would have approached Melbourne to see whether there's an option that that could, discussion could happen and Melbourne would hose it down pretty quickly. He's not going anywhere. No way. No, 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 no way in the world. Why would you leave that Melbourne system? Yep. That is stuck by you through injury over the last three years. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a good place there. Cobra mistake. The only thing is, though, the only thing is with with Bellamy leaving, full-time coaching mm-hmm. in 2025, maybe that's an opportunity for him to get out. Yeah, possibly. Cobra mistake. Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Uh, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, the Australian coach... Andrew McDonald. Hey, can what? I ask you? I you just were... did a big build-up yeah. for the cricket. 
you didn't you didn't capture my attention. So um, because you've been on the phone on TikTok. No, I have not. What do you? Who you but you were going to throw up about the 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 Tim Payne. You're going to ask we're going to ask Andrew McDonald about that, aren't we? Yeah. He's well, Tim well, Payne's comment about Dave Warner being the the best Australian white ball batter of all time. Not in the top five. Well, no, Tim Payne said number one. He's not in the top now, five. Now, am I going to listen to a bloke who's made one tackle, mm-hmm. or am I going to listen to the bloke who who dragged? Australian cricket out of the disgraceful situation it was I'll in South Africa. I got 101 not out for Nudgy one day against Gregory Terrace. So, so basically, I'm cross codes. I'm a cross code athlete. Are you? Yep. So you're a dual. Look, I'm gonna have a crack. Someone's had a crack at me on the text message. Oh, see, here. seriously, no one have a go at Woogie, okay, while we're on air because it takes his focus away from everything because he Boys. gets his, he gets his heart broken. Boys, have a listen to Woogie pleasuring himself over Beckham. Cooking in a shed every Saturday. Wake up, Woogie. The majority of middle ages, of middle ages, mm-hmm. Aussie blokes spend their Saturday drinking in a shed drinking beers. Currently on tour in Waikiki. Dave from you, Canberra. Dave, from Dave Canberra. you know what? I concur, that's my favourite word, concur with you 100%. Because he's built this massive big kitchen. He stands out there all day and he cooks all day. And I'm jealous. Correct me if I'm right. Oh. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. Break time. When we come out, can I do the build-up again now? The coach of the Australian cricket team in India, Andrew McDonald, joins us next on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. And that's a magnificent 21st one-day international century for David Warner. Put down early, but he's made the most of the opportunity that has been granted to him. Yeah, I think, um, Sats, welcome back to Sports Day. I think he was dropped on 10. Uh, a little bit of a costly mistake of about 150-odd by Pakistan as the Aussies start to find their winning way over in India at the World Cup. Sats, it's starting to mirror the 1999 World Cup success, isn't it? It is, absolutely. When, uh, as the tournament progresses, we start seeing certain players just start to rise to the top. And um, most notably on the weekend, David Warner, who's much maligned, of course, mm. but turned up when Australia needed him. Yep. And uh, there's argument today. Tim Payne this morning on SEN and Tassie said he is the greatest Australian white ball batsman we've ever had. I mean, it's a great debate tonight. There's a few suggestions that, you know, Michael Bevan and Jonesy and all these greats of the game, the War Brothers. But I tell you what, there's a good argument for him. His current coach is sitting on the line right now. I'd like to get his view <laughs> on who is the greatest white ball batsman that he's seen play for Australia. Andrew McDonald, welcome to Sports Day. Thanks for having us. Uh, Andrew, I mean, you're a lover of cricket. You've been around. You were around in the golden years of Australian one-day cricket. Who is the greatest white ball batsman you've seen play for Australia? Is it Jonesy? Yeah, it's 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 a, it's. A- Fantastic debate. There's been so many, um, you know, quality players over different generations, and it's always hard to compare different, um, you know, eras of the game 
we're seeing in the current time we don't play as much one day cricket so you know longevity of someone like Ricky Ponting who I think played 400 plus or close to 400 games um, you know batting a number three Matthew Hayden Adam Gilchrist Dean Jones but uh, I think Dave Warner is definitely in the conversation his conversion rates of hundreds to games is probably superior to a lot of those players um, but in saying that the game and the, and the, and the rules have changed is for four people out during the middle overs so yeah it's very hard to split but I'd I wouldn't be against him being um, put in that conversation and potentially coming out on top. Yeah, bigger bats now too, smaller grounds. Before we talk about what's happening currently at the World Cup, again, a lot of debate around last week, and Sats and I are a fan of all forms of cricket. We don't care if it's 20 overs, 50 overs, 10 overs, or 100 balls, or, I mean, the ultimate is test match cricket. Do you still see a long future for the 50-over game? Yeah, I think they can all coexist. And we've seen over a period of time how much a, a 50 over World Cup means um, to teams, people, fans um, out there. And it's really starting to build over here in India. And yeah, I'd like to see the game continue on and, you know, the three formats coexist. And there's going to be challenges with franchise cricket, um, you know, creeping in on the calendar. But uh, I think it's nothing, nothing too much that people can't navigate through. And all three formats, to me, uh, appeal to a lot of people. Now, Andrew, uh, Adam Zampa, of course, started the, the tournament a little bit scratchy, but the last two games, four for in the last two games against Sri Lanka and Pakistan. Did you see things in his game where you felt he's not that far away or did you identify things in those first two games and those lead-up games where he maybe needed a little bit more of a tune-up? Yeah, he works um, very hard on his game with Dan Vittori, who is our bowling coach, and there was a few things that they, they were working on. Um, but first and foremost, Almost, it was more about getting his body right. He's had some some niggles behind the scenes that have really sort of compromised his ability to be able to prepare the way that he wants to. And then he had the illness leading into last game as well. So it was a really late decision for him to play the last game. It was an incredible effort. And uh, I think that's, you know, Adam Zamper at his best, the way he was able to compete. His execution was where we know it can be. And, um, you know, he's one of the all-time best white ball spinners for, for Australia. So it was great to see him get out there and perform. And as I said, it was, it was touch and go whether he's going to be uh, able to play. And he's got beautiful hair as well, Andrew. Yes. I've got to say, it's, it's beautiful <laughs> hair. Now, uh, you've got a little bit of a dilemma as a coach. It's a good dilemma to have when you've got players and the, the quality of Travis Head about to return. Will he be rushed back into the side uh, against the Netherlands or will you hold him off for one of the bigger games? Yeah, I don't think rushed is the right, right word. He's He's been able to arrive. We had a hit with him a couple of days ago on a travel day when we got to Delhi. He had uh, 30 minutes of work and across the 30 minutes, he really improved and was able to function uh, the way that we know he can. So today's a really big day. We've got training in about, I think it's about four hours time and uh, he'll face bowlers and go through that. And most importantly, once he, he gets through the session with some fielding and some some other sort of um, skill areas that we'd like to see. It's it's how he pulls up tomorrow, but it's it's been an incredible effort to get here. Some some doubted, you know, that that was a a good decision to keep him in the squad. Now that he's here, it feels right, and it's really going to add something when he does play for the team. We've seen what he's been able to do over the last um, twelve to eighteen months. Now, Andrew, did I hear right? You're keen to slot him back in as an opener, or is there an opportunity for him in the middle order where we're still struggling a little bit? I think that's an area, just as a fan, that I think we can improve on. Uh, would you interested in perhaps putting in in the middle order for for the game against Netherlands if he's fit enough? 
No, he wouldn't play in the middle order. Uh, I think he's he's a top order player, so he about in the, the top three would be ideally where we'd want him to play. He has batted middle order. I think it was in Sri Lanka, and he did really well. He got 70-odd, I think, batting at number six uh, in a game over there at Premadasa. Uh, but he hasn't done that a lot. We, we see him as a top order player, and you know, I think we've shown our cards in the lead into this tournament where we'd like him to bat. Um, I think George Bailey hinted that, you know, he'd be at the top of the order. We've got a, a little bit of a good, you know, dilemma to, to solve in the fact that Mitch Marsh and David Warner um, in that last game and, and over the short period of time have been able to gel as an opening combination as well. So I think it's a good problem to have and we'll, we'll discuss, but it will definitely be nearer the top of the order rather than the middle. Any concerns around that middle order? I don't think so. I think they're quality players. It hasn't, quite hit the straps that we'd like it to. Um, I think the other night's a little bit of a, an outlier when you have such a good start. Um, you, you throw a bit of caution to the wind to try to get around that 400. We didn't quite execute that and fell a little bit short of where we possibly thought we could have. Um, but as I said, quality players, Steve Smith, you can't keep him down for too long. Um, he's sort of, you know, he's more top order um, at number three, but he's been able to control the middle order for us over years and years. So I think you'll see a a good performance not too far in the corner from that middle order um, should they be exposed early. Yeah, nice. Now, Andrew, what I'm always really interested in when it comes to, to teams is team dynamics. Who plays what role in the side? And what I mean by that is um, the circuit breakers are really important to, to teams, especially when you're in, together for long periods of time and there's spend no longer time than the Australian cricket side. Now, the circuit breakers, the, the player or players that that break the tension, that break the pressure amongst the playing group when there is a lot of tension amongst the group and you can see it from a, a coach and, and a management staff. Who are, who are the player or players that have the ability to sort of just break that tension up a little bit? I think Mitch Marsh is always in that conversation around um, his ability to keep a, a really level perspective on the game and and probably one of our key circuit breakers that just arrived a couple of days ago and Travis Head, um, he's just brought a, a you know, a great deal of energy with him. He's probably been sitting on the couch for a little bit too long, so he's come a little bit hot, <laughs> as we like to say. But uh, he, he's definitely one that uh, lightens the mood. And uh, and I think Marcus Stoinis, just from an on and off field perspective, we saw the other night what what energy he brings on the field, but he also brings that energy off the field. So, um, and that's not to dismiss anyone else. It's, it's we spend a lot of time together. Um, you know, there's there's long hours on the road, and um, we've got to find that balance between you know the serious parts and you know where we can have the lighter moments as well. And I think this group gets that balance right. Is Stornis and Zampa still into that coffee, that weird coffee little Romance. group they got? Yeah, they're still they're still got a little bit of the coffee club going on. There's a few breakaway <laughs> subsections as well club. happening at the moment. Marnus and Steve Smith and Alex Carey have uh, developed a little bit of a breakaway. So there's a there's a bit of comp- <laughs> competition in the coffee ranks and uh, and being able to deliver the quality. So they're they're always arguing and bickering about who's got the quality coffee. But uh, from my end, both are quality. <laughs> yeah, how's that? Is uh, is Marnus still uh, Steve Smith's lapdog? Is that is that how that's still going? <laughs> I'll let them. I'll let them talk about their relationship. <laughs> Jeez, you're, you'd be a good politician, mate. You've played I, the I tell you what, I'd love to. I'd love to rob a bank with Andrew McDonald. Yeah, he, he won't give yeah, anyone he, up. He won't break. Mm. All right, Andrew, we're going to let you go. Good luck against Netherlands. Uh, we know what they can do. Uh, they can cause an upset on the day. Got them Wednesday night. Then what about this Saturday night? We take on the Kiwis. This is going to be a game for the ages. Looking forward to that. Andrew McDonald, live from uh, India. Thanks for your time tonight on Sports Day. We appreciate it. Thanks, Jensen. Thanks for the support. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. 
Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Sachs and Jace here tonight. Sports Day, Monday night edition. Uh, when you hear the Eagle Rock song from Daddy Cool, just even a snippet of it, uh, give us a call on 1300 01 1170 when you hear that sometime between now and... Uh, 7 o'clock Queensland time, 8 o'clock in New South Wales, uh, 10 o'clock in New Zealand. And if you're listening on the podcast, well, you've missed it. There's All some right. people think you look like uh, the cowboy from Village People. <laughs> what do you mean? In your riding boots. What do you mean, some people? It's you're... that rooster muzzmongrel, isn't it? Mm. Uh, we have a pass for you on three mates of the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill Gardens on Saturday, the 4th of November. When you hear Eagle Rock, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. I've done that especially for Lester from Penrith. Uh, listens to the show. New listener. He also said Andrew McDonald. Wow, what a great speaker. Yeah, he knows what to say. Uh, you'd expect so as the coach of the the Australian cricket team. I don't know if I agree about the middle order. I think it's a bit dicey at the moment, but hopefully that form yeah, turns around. Yeah, but what's the around. option? There's no other options other than head comes back, mm. but he obviously is very apprehensive about using him in the middle order in the one day because he's more of a you know, one, two or three. Sorry, and I did make a mistake earlier. God forbid... Uh, but Steve from Dubbo's pulled me up on this, and so is angry Bondi Jack. Uh, Woog, it's a bit hard for Min Woo to be caddying for Min Ji in Korea when he's on course at the same time, earning 450k for finishing sixth at the Zozo uh, in Japan. All right, well, maybe he had a helicopter. You don't know that, do you, Bondi? Okay, I got just it wrong. What? The Fonz, just do it. I was... I was... Uh, you know. Uh, your mate Glenn's on the line. Glenn, what can I do for you? Hello, Justin. Hello, Sax. How are you, boys? I'm good, Glenn. How was your weekend, pal? Mate, weekend was fantastic. And yours? Outstanding. Oh, I'm Absolutely bored outstanding. I'm so, bored already. So, so what do you got for us, uh, Glenn? Well, if you didn't spend your weekend with Justin, it probably would have been great, mate. Oh, Agree. Oh, Agree. I just want to say uh, Yep. Hey, well, Sue. Venus is not the seventh continent alphabetically loved. South America is. What? How cute are Bud and his beautiful fiance Harriet on Joe? What? And how about Richard saying, <laughs> yeah, the, the other one part about that, it's not you pushing the button on him this time, it's Daddy Vass. That would have hurt Daddy Vass doing that then. No, Daddy, well done. Wait, I, well I done. had no idea what just went on. I, what did I, didn't, he, did, I, didn't, I didn't even get one word out of that. Now, if anyone knows what is going on, yeah. uh, let us know. Uh, 0457 <laughs> Now, Rory from uh, Bitadabba says, Arvo, lads, March 24th, 2018. We're talking about Tim Payne saying that he believes David Warner is yep. the best, if not one of the best. I'm saying not top five. He's saying Sandpaper Gate, disgrace. Smith, Warner, Bancroft should have been barred from playing for any Australian team, full stop. Come on, Rory. Part of the scenic rim there, a bit of dabber. Um, who, who do you have first? Ponny. If you're going purely on on players that saved innings, led teams to victories, and total runs scored, he's got 
Yeah. He's got a, he's got thirty he's got thirteen thousand runs, Ricky, but he's got thirty one hundreds, thirty centuries. How is he not involved as in, in I've coaching got, in I've coaching got Ponting, the team? I've got Ponting, Gilchrist, Mark War, Steve War, Michael Bevan. David Warner, no, six. D, no Dean Jones. No, he didn't. He he didn't score as many runs as a lot of those guys. What? No, he didn't. Not in one day. He didn't. Oprah. He, he played some crucial roles, but um, when you talk about Ponting and and Gilchrist and Mark War, he didn't score as many runs as those guys. Oprah. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just God stating facts. God rest his soul. Dino, rest in peace. Yeah, mate. I, I can't speak Gil- Gilly. I mean, yeah. Now I can't speak three of them. Now I can't speak. Gilly, Ponting, or Dean Jones? So, King of Dirt. Oh, I met the King of Dirt. Did you? Yeah, I was, I was emceeing a function a couple of weeks ago, and he came up and he goes, I'm the King of Dirt. Like that? Like that. Like a little bit crazy, a little bit cray-cray. Hey. King of Dirt. Isn't he a mate of rats? Well. There's the explanation. Yeah. Craig Greenhill, mate of rats, Cronulla mates. Ah. G'day, boys. Is that Craig Pot- Greenhill? The King no. of Dirt? No, no, no. He's King oh. of Dirt's ma- made of Craig oh, Green. Right, I yeah. gotcha. Okay. Uh, Ponting, Gilchrist, Warner, Hayden. Ponting, front foot, hooking, show back tar. Excuse the spelling. At the old whacker, nothing like it. Yeah. He set the tones. Yeah. Ponting was the greatest, I think. Right, I think you're right, King of Dirt. Uh, we're going to get to. Are we going to hold. We'll do some more text. Let's hold off what we're binning. Okay. We'll do that after seven. What are you binning from the weekend? 0457 736 736. Or double A double three for our Kiwi listeners. I'll tell you what I'm binning. I was going to hold off. I'm, no, I'm tease. just going to okay, hook yeah. and tease a little bit more. Yeah. The England versus South African rugby oh. semi-final. Oh. It was England, mate. The snooze fest. How good was it that England lost Both two times. big matches on the weekend? Mm. Worst defeat ever in the history of ODI yep. to South Africa. Mm. And then they lost that snooze fest to South Africa. Yeah. The next, oh, that's so good. Sorry for any of our English listeners listening. Uh, Mystery Man says, no issue with Volk having too many head knocks. Woogie, he's very hard to hit. Yeah, true. But I just, I don't know. I'm, I know what you're saying, Sats, about that audio we heard earlier. I just, and my direct, heart bleeds for the bloke. That's directly after a loss. Yeah, true. You know, and it's true. an emotional build-up as well. He's got 11 days. He's got to lose 12 kilos. And he looked, when, he, when you saw him before the fight, the day before the fight, he looked gaunt. He looked, looked crook. That he'd lost way too much weight too quickly. Yeah. And he's emotional straight after a, a loss of that nature. So you've got to take that into account as well. Crime scene sent a couple of texts he, uh, text in. He agrees with me about Volks if he needs to fight to find his happy place. And the best Kiwi performance of the weekend was Scott Sumo Stevenson calling the England box game on SENZ. Hello to our listeners over there. At one point, when a player was remonstrating with the ref, he said about the player, take his bootlaces off him. He seems on edge. I oh. choked on my coffee laughing. Wow. That's good calling. That's good calling. That's, yeah. Um, Hillstorm Hillary, your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Great flirter. One of um, the best flirters. Hey, Woogie, try a hot sausage. I don't know what she means by that. What? Or Vienna sausage wrapped in a slice of pizza. Oh. Great for the waistline. Bloody beautiful. See, she's flirting again. See, she's... Just by saying the Vienna sausage in a slice of pizza. That sounds unbelievable. You're right. Yeah, that sounds really nice. All right. We better get, give Sats a timeout. We'll go to a break. <laughs> uh, when we come back, uh, more of your text here on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. 
This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. really don't like that song. All right, for your chance to get yourself uh, tickets for you and three mates to the Golden Eagle at Rosehill Gardens, Saturday, 4th of November. Massive day. Call now, 1300 01 1170. Good luck with that. Time for an NFL promo update. Uh, catch every NFL game this season. Uh, game pass only on DAZN. Visit DAZN.com forward slash NFL. What about your boys going Green Bay Packers the... beaten by the Denver Broncos. Mate, that honestly, that's low. That's got to be the lowest point. So Trevor Kels- uh, Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs Chiefs beat uh, the Rams. No, they no, beat the Chargers. Chargers. And was Taylor Swift in the crowd? Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. So they the showed her about. Box, I should say. They showed her about ten times. Yep. Mm. Like I'm over it already. I'm fighting. I'm fighting with the kids. Mm. Every day. So are, the, are your girls watching their games just to see Tay-Tay? Yes. What about that? We're bringing new eyes to the TV. But they're just saying, oh, yeah, he, she's made him famous. Oh, they've got you with that old trick, have they? But they won't stop. Mm. They won't stop with it. Yep. And, I'm going, and, and it just makes my blood boil. So there's no teams at the moment that are usually see 5-0 and and 6-0. and It's every team has had a loss. A loss so far after That's seven good. rounds. Yeah, Cowboys did well this week. Yeah, bye. We had the bye, so yep. <laughs> we're okay. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, it's looking very interesting. Big game, Monday night football, which is Tuesday, obviously, our time tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Massive game. The 49ers taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, nice. They're flying 49ers. Yeah, but the Vikings, they're pretty good as well. So that'll be good. Normally, Monday night What's football's... Got the be- which club has got the best jersey outside of your own favourite club, the, the Cowboys. Which which one do you like the best? Honestly? Yep. I think San Francisco 49ers Jared Hayne jersey, you can have it for 200. Now, favourite favorite design, favourite colour. Oh. Tell me Denver Broncos, man. I love the white and the orange and the orange strip. I oh, don't mind the Patriots one. Okay. The blue with the, yep. the whole American colour. Mm-hmm. Um, Kansas City's alright. Well... <laughs> No offence to Kansas City, though, but yep. why would Taylor Swift be on there all the time? Like, there's not much to do there except for eat roadkill, right? So, Have you what? been to Kansas? No, but well, I've... Why are you making I've judgment? S- I've seen Wizard of Oz. Is that in Kansas? Yes. Oh, okay. I think so. I've never seen Wizard of Oz. Haven't you? Never seen it. Oh, my God. The witch flying through the air yep. frightens the crap out of me mm. still. <laughs> and then the house falls on you. You see a leg sticking out. Wasn't very well built house. And clearly not cyclone proof. Is that the one with the, the lion and the... Yeah, okay, the Tin yeah. Man. Tin Man. And Dorothy. Did you ever read the book Watership Toto. Down as a kid? No. Oh, the song Bright Eyes about the rabbits? Oh, yeah. yeah Simon and Garfunkel. What? How did we get onto this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sad. Agree with Sats. The opening batters get a hundreds, plus the other batters just see out the... No pressure. Peter from Maryland. Hey, Ron from North Me. Congratulations, mate. You got those tickets for you and your mates. Well done. Well done. Gold Thank you, Woggy. Very happy about that. Thank you. Good for stuff, mate. I appreciate your No problems. Break time. This is Sports Day. 
the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to it, the second big hour of the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews tonight. Hello to our listeners through SEN around uh, New South Wales and Queensland, SENZ. Uh, get involved anytime, 1300 01 That's our phone number, uh, 0457 736 736 is our text number, or double eight double three if you're texting from... New Zealand. Talking about a few things tonight. We'll get to some of your texts. Uh, Woogie, Kansas City is in Missouri, you A-grade. That's from Damo. Well, Damo, I said I wasn't sure, but I'll cop that. That's Damo. This is Damo. That's no, another Damo. Is this another Damo? It's another Damo, yeah. It's not Damo. No, Damo from Ballino says, if Glenn was a Bond girl, 007 would call in sick. Oh, come on. That's Damo from Ballino. Two completely different Damos. Damo is doing, from Ballina. He's doing gear. He's doing gear. I like it. Yeah. We're getting him on. Yeah, we'll get him on. Guys, what about Mr. Cricket? Mike Hussey, he averaged 48 from 185 ODIs. Tommy from Sydney. You're right, Tommy. He was outstanding. Based on averages, amazing uh, when you're married up against appearances. But it's what Mike Hussey did. A little bit like I, I, Mike Hussey and Michael Bevan played a, a lot alike. Yeah. When they were called to arms. So they were able to stabilise in innings. Uh, they were like, they kept the run rate ticking over without it getting you know too far ahead of itself. Um, and if you're wondering why Tommy's sending that text, uh, it's because um, Tim Payne today came out and said Dave Warner is Australia's greatest uh, white ball batsman of all time. Sporty Gab it? from Newey says, "Yeah, let's, yeah, hear, yeah, it. let's, let's hear, it. hear it. I would say, regardless of whether he keeps his current form up, he's at the top. I would say he is the best white ball batter." Australia's ever had, ever. Oh, and, I, and I'm putting him very, very close to the top ODI batter as well. I don't think there'd Come. be too many batters that would average more in one-day international cricket than David Warner. Mm. Does David Warner owe Tim Payne money? <laughs> and he's just hoping to get it back? That's a good point, you mate. Can we get Jason? Tim Payne on the show maybe Wednesday night, Daddy? Just We want to ask him this. Just I a reckon, welfare check. Yeah, that's, all. <laughs> that's right. I think he Did needs he get some... into... No, he needs some cash for his thumb, a repair his thumb or something. Oh. Tim Payne? Mm. What's he done to his thumb? He had a thumb injury for years. So what do you think? So what do you think? Is it is it more about averages or is it more about the amount of centuries that have been scored? Is it more about the overall runs that have been scored? Oh, like yeah. I said, Ricky Ponting scored 30 centuries and over 13,000 runs. But no, that that's amazing, right? And you're yeah. right. I've got a three-way dead heat yeah. at the top. I've I've got Gilly there as well. Mm-hmm. What him and Hados and and Co used to do at the well, top. Well, he's of the just order. over nine thousand runs, Gilly. And I've got I tell you what, there was there was nothing like watching Dean Jones on the TV walking to the crease at number three. He used to walk really quickly too in he from did. when he, he'd come into his innings. He would just own the centre mm. and well, the way he played. Well, from ball Gap, one, he agrees with. You. He says, "Hi guys, I'd stay home to watch Dean Jones yep. bat for Australian one days. Once he was out." It was beach time. But even Bill Laurie's excitement mm. when Dean Jones walked to the crease. You know, it's just, yeah, it was, it was unbe- unbelievable. 
cricket at that time. Uh, my suggestion from my wife that Simon O'Donnell was the greatest. How many, how many runs did he score compared to Ricky Ponting in one-day cricket? He was an all-rounder, though, Simon O'Donnell. He was, yeah. So what did Ricky score? 13,000? Over 13,000. Okay. Well, 10% not bad of what Ricky scored. He scored 1,200. About 1,200. Simon O'Donnell. Yeah. yeah. That's not bad, though. Yeah. That surprised more me. Than I thought you. he would have scored more than that. Yeah, but he took wickets. Ricky didn't yeah. take wickets. Well, he did. He was one of the best fielders in the world. Oh, that's a good point, too. Mm. Jeez, I'm I'll tell you what improved against Pakistan. What? Australia's fielding. It's been really poor. Really poor. In the lead-up games, in the first two games, I thought their, their fielding has been really poor. But against Pakistan, Sri Lanka was good. Pakistan, it was on point again. Look out, Netherlands, on Wednesday night. But, the giant killers. But I can't wait for Saturday. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm staying home. What night are we going out for tea? Friday night. Yep. You're not bringing your dog either. Yeah. No. I am. Your dog can go to the restaurant next door, right? If you, okay, if you bring Frank, yep. right, Sat, we're going out for tea on Friday night. And Sats goes, you better get an outside table on bringing Frank. And he knows how I feel about dogs or cats or whatever in restaurants. I'm not a fan. Right? It's on the street. It's not in the restaurant. It doesn't matter. Mm. There's other people eating. Your dog's it, dirty. Is that your binnet? Yeah, that's a binnet. That's absolutely a binnet. Mm. Have we got have we got a have we got a stinger for a binnet or not? Have we got a, a producer? Mm. Daddy? Now it's time okay, for Sports go. Days Binnet. What was that noise at the end? <laughs> that's, what is that? That's putting something in the bin. Wow. Is it? Did yeah. you actually throw something in the bin and, and record it? No, I sent I sent it off to the boys, the, the mm. production boys, and that's what they came up with. So. That doesn't sound like a bin. That sounds like someone, like, dropped a broom. Now, Buster says, hi, lads. <laughs> Thanks for the finger leading. Speaking of fingers, what about oh, Melissa yes. Healy's finger savaged by her staffy? Allegedly. Allegedly. I've got a staffy. Yeah, good. and that's why I'm not taking oh, – you're not bringing a dog. Mm. I don't want to fight for my veal scallopini with Frank. What are you bidding? I'm bidding anyone who orders veal scallopini. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting two mains, actually, because you're shouting. Um, there's two things I'm bidding. Okay. All right? And this, yep. I don't want this to come across as insensitive. But the Queensland state government yep. allowing public servants five days off to mourn the loss of... Of the Yes campaign in the voice referendum. What? Is he serious? I'm dead serious. Mm. So if this has affected you, and look, can I just say, there will be uh, people uh, with an Indigenous background and and people who have Indigenous ties who would be um, affected by that. But how many public servants in Queensland, of which there are three billion? do you think will take the option to have those five days off as well? Wouldn't it just be sick days? No, no, it's special. No, no, but wouldn't it naturally just be sick days? No, don't. No, listen. <laughs> I, we don't want you to use any of your 30 sick days. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we want you to use these other days. Yeah. Full pay. Mm. Like, oh, seriously, I'm binning that. And while I'm binning people taking time off your bludgers, i tell you what else I'm binning. What about... <laughs> What about, is it Medibank Private? Or just Medibank, is it? Or I don't know. Oh, Medibank. The push for a four-day work week continues with Medibank, the latest company to announce a trial for more than 250 staff. So what this means, Sats, Yeah. this could be Binnett, Watts, that's ridiculous, any of them. 
They'll work 80% of their regular hours but still get 100% of their pay. And with that, bosses are confident they'll still get 100% productivity. So they would have a number. They, they would have a number that represents productivity. And so they're com- comfortable with minimising the amount of hours that they work, so 80% of what they would normally work, that they'll still spit out the same amount of productivity. Their data obviously tells them, Jason, so... If, okay. So, so Rat works <clears throat> one day a week. And we get... If he did half a, half a show... Would we get the same results? Uh, and the results would no, be based on... No, we would not get 20% productivity. Please, pull up to the show. service window, please. I can also we, deep fry the bag. <laughs> we, we would get 10% productivity if we did half a show. But I want to know if Medibank mm. customers can you get... Saying, a, can you say that again? Medibank customers. Oh, I thought you said Medibank. If Medibank customers can get a 20% discount mm. for 100% coverage, why not? Yeah, don't know. I'm binning that. Binning that? I'm binning bludgers. That's what I'm binning. Although I'd love to work four days. It'd be great, <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> what about you letting Rat work one day? I mean, that's ridiculous. I'm binning that. Why? Well, he should be working the same amount of days. But he's working one day. I'm binning that. He's soft. You know, okay. Do you know he goes on holidays next week? Every week is a holiday for him. Seriously? He's going on holidays. As well. He's having three weeks holidays. Based on what? Well, he's been busy with Stan Sports and oh, stuff. What the four viewers watching it? Four? Yeah. Looks like Kevin's done that. And this is coming oh. in nicely. Might be a and little long. This. Oh, no. This is right next to the pit. Oh, this could go in. It's running. It's tracking. Oh, in one chase. The beers are absolutely flying. The oh, you say beers or beards? I don't know. I don't know. All right, what are you binning? I'm binning. Uh, Daddy Vass has got a binning as well, but I'm binning, and anyone who's listening earlier on uh, through SEN to the run home, I'm binning some of the complaints that – so the travellers through Thomas Cook Vacations, dissatisfied customers. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. I'm, I'm binning these people. No one told us there would be fish in the water. The children were scared. <laughs> what? I, <laughs> Is this what or binning? Although the brochure said that there was a fully equipped kitchen, there was no egg slicer in the drawers. Egg slicer? What? Yeah. How good are they? The little wires? <laughs> yeah, they're great. What about the roads were uneven and bumpy, so we could not read the local guidebook during the bus ride to the resort. <laughs> because of this, we were unaware of many things that would have made our holiday more fun. What? I'm binning that. What, what about you, Daddy Vass? What are you binning? I need a trash can sound effect. Um, boys, I'm binning people taking... Uh, Grocery bags into a different grocery store. So a competitor grocery bag. So yep. So if I'm if I'm shopping at Woolies and mm. I have an Aldi bag, yeah, can't you're saying it. bin that. But no. it's good. It's it's good recycling, Daddy. Yeah, that's the whole idea of it. You, surely you shop. You've shopped at every outlet before. You'd have a bag in the car or at home of that outlet if you know you're going to go to the shop. So you just you carry like all three. You, there could be a Drake's. An Aldi, a Coles, a Woolies, no. an IGA. Yeah. So you've got to have multiple of all those bags in I your just, car depending just, on where you go. You know what it is? I'm bidding you. I just, yeah. I feel, you're an idiot. You're no, an idiot. I feel guilty. You say if I go to a shop first and I load. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, so I go to Aldi first, right? I yep. get most of my groceries Where's there. The music? And then I walk into Woolies and I just feel, I feel like I've stolen something without actually having stolen what? something. What? Because I... 
What about when you go to the farmer's market, the the, the organic What sort of bag do you use when you yeah. go to the farmer's market? Do you use like an Aldi bag or anything? Uh, no. No, I use What do you a, use? I'll just put it in a bag. What, what sort of what bag? What sort of bag? <laughs> oh, you're probing me here. A tote bag. I'm not... A what? I'm not probing you. A, a tote I, bag? I shan't be probing you. <laughs> what is that tote bag is like one of those hippie sort of made out of hemp. It's not and, a hippie, mate. Oh, ask, the way you, the way you said that was 100% hippie. And is it true you milk the yak yourself? Do you take your own little jars? Like maybe you've had Vegemite, you've washed coffee. it. I'm not a, I'm not a milk. I'm not. What about no. your miso? Does she drink milk? No. no I not. use lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> milk can kill. It's no joke. Mm. Seriously. People have died from a slice of cheese. So you're bidding that. I'm bidding you because that's a ridiculous take. It's Kyle and Jackie O. What? Mate, what's that? Come, what, what, get out of the studio. He's just pushing buttons willy-nilly. Now, Scott, I worked with your sister at a large Gold Coast a long time ago. She was a very nice person. Who? My sister, Lisa. Worst golfer ever. 687. He just says uh, also, or he or she, Warner doesn't even make the list. One of the worst sportsmen ever to represent Australia. He and his friends can meet in a phone box. Phone box. My sister, I played golf with my sister this morning. Nine holes. She's, she's the worst golfer in the history of golf. So could I beat her? You would actually get a victory if you played. You and Daddy Vass would have a victory against her. Oh, no. Playing golf with her. Worst golfer. So Rooster Muzz is saying, I'm bidding the vasculator calling a garbage bin a trash bin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, true. I, my kids do that as well. They call, they use Americanisms. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to put that in the trunk. <laughs> I'll put you in the trunk. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that to kids? Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about, what the? A four-day week out of my 16-day fortnight. Yes, 16. These petals need to grow up. Glenn and Shell Harbour, he's, he's really... Um, 087 saying, they're right, Daddy. That's insane. Rabbit Burrow from Tamora. And also 302 says, been it, boys. That makes my skin crawl. I've worked as a subby plumber for over 30 years, still on the tools, working for these public servants. Mm. I've built hospitals, jails, council buildings. Yeah. That's good. Yep. But you can have a week off. Yeah. But don't use your 85 sick days. Yeah. I believe the shortened work week will be called the Rat Fletch Week from Shotto. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Fletch is back this week at some stage. Is he really? Yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh, I thought he, I thought he just signed off until February, March. No, no, no. What oh. about? But Joel's now on holidays. Yeah, he's in Vegas. But he, he was just away last week. Yeah, he, one of his fourteen kids probably played in a touch tournament. He Who, does. He is a very good father, actually. He ensures that he's there for all his kids' uh, highlights. What, what listener do you think would be the best on the run home if they were to get a call? Oh, that's a great question. What? What? I'm what? not bidding that question. If you had to install one said listener mm-hmm. into the run home while Joel or Fletcher away. Mm-hmm. So today, for example, one it's Missile Scope. Yeah. And you had to throw a listener in there to be a co-host. Who's your choice? Well, the obvious is Glenn. I think the most – if we had to look at – Oh, Rooster Master. We had to go Goodwill Hunting, like educated. No, it's not that sort of show. You go Daniel or Damo from Ballina. Too serious. Too serious? Mm. Okay, so I'm, I think Glenn's a start up every time. Yeah, but that's too far. But Glenn should have his own half hour show. 
That's right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe the last half hour could be Glenn. I'll go first half hour, mm-hmm. the reptile. Second half hour, Rooster Muzz. You know what I'm throwing Third in? Third half hour, Bondi Jack. Oh, God. But no, but what about... Danger. No, Steve from Dubbo. Very funny. Yeah. Mm. Well, I wouldn't like say he's funny. Laugh. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's funny. What about Danger in the bath? That was one of the greatest segments that we ever had. Yeah. On this show, Danger on a Wednesday night, bath time with Danger. What happened to mm. that? Should we bring that back in the off-season? Yeah, I think so. We need some content. Sats and Jason, two players who Hang I can on. see in the Aussie Dangerous. one day. Danger's called in. Oh, okay. Well, let's put him on. Uh, the one-day team of Western Australian players, Ashton Turner and Jason Berendorf. Yeah, Jason Turner. Berendorf, good, good bowler. And yeah. Turner, great as well. Mm. Uh, and Berendorf's economical bowling would suit. Yeah, we just have this reluctant sporty gav. Thanks for your text, mate. To pick these... We just we just seem to pick the same players all the time. But that has been the history of Australian cricket because it's been so stable. But when you've been on top, yeah, years. when you're on top, it was it was always harder to get out of the team that was what when you're on. <laughs> now Belmont from Clarence, I'm bidding Daddy Vass. You have Thank paid you. for the grocery bags and can therefore use them whenever the occasion dictates. Thank you. Store matching grocery bags is stupid. See Belmont, one of our goodwill hunting. Listeners, smart yeah, listeners. That's right. Have we got have we got danger on the line? Have we? Yeah, we do. How are you, danger? Hello, danger. Oh, don't tell me we've lost danger. This is going to be brilliant. <laughs> danger. Oh, no, he's not there. No. Okay, we can only say his name a half a dozen times. Mm. Now I'm bidding that Pakistani player that dropped Warner on ten. <laughs> and, we, and then we wouldn't have to hear about Tim Payne's man crush. Simon from Balgowney loves the show, yeah. It was his debut. Who? The bloke who dropped it. Oh, it was too, yeah. The bloke who dropped it. Um, Adam says, uh, I do rate Warner. In my opinion, the best two the best two Oz white ball players will be Bevan and Jones. But he does rate Warner. Mm. Yeah, Bevan was good, but I don't, I don't know if he was as good as Ponting. You're right, Sats. I can't believe I'm saying it. 3100s. Now, Belmont from Clarence has also said, listener for guest hosting. Me, like him. You, you can't nominate yourself, Belmont. You've just gone out of the Goodwill Hunting Group. You're now part of the whack pack. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Those two dribblers would make Glenn sound sober from crime scene. Mm. That's not nice. Uh, Glenn presenting Radio Gold is what's going on. We had Glenn on earlier. It was horrible. We had no idea what yeah, he was. It wasn't had to one say. of his greatest hours, was it? No. Nah. Do you want to? Re- Daniel from Prairiewood is sending the world's second longest. I would be text hard tonight. pressed to think the Storm would be looking to ship out Pappenhausen after the time effort investment they've put into him over the past several seasons. Cannot agree with you more, Daniel. Third party or otherwise, Pappenhausen's injuries have all been different, which suggests his lack of time on the field. The Storm are banking on that 2020 form. Yeah. For that reason alone, I can't see the Storm releasing him. No. I. From all reports, a club contacted Melbourne saying, would you entertain the idea? Yeah. And Melbourne would have gone. And we Frank believe Panisi that was would have said, Frank Panisi would have said, beat it. Yeah. Mm. Michael Jackson. Hey, before we go to the break, one more binet. I'm going to bin a friend of the show and part of the SCNQ family in Brisbane, Dane Zorko from the Brisbane Lions. You're binning him? I'm binning him. Why? I'm binning his fashion. Got married on the weekend. Well done, Zorks. You are batting above your average just quietly as well. And his wedding photo, his pants are too short, no socks with his shoes. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'm I'm binning anyone that doesn't wear socks and and suit uh, suit 
shoes. Imagine the blisters mm. on his feet. Imagine taking off those shoes. It's your wedding night. You're about to, yep. you, you know, yeah. cement the marriage. Yep. You're coming off the long run. Yep. And then all of a sudden, what's that smell? Oh, it's my sweaty feet. What do, you, what do you mean, your sweaty feet? Well, I forgot to wear socks. <laughs> and and my tra- I know my trousers were short, but I've grown since mm. we had the, the dress rehearsal. Yep. No good. Now, before we get to the break, uh, Sporty Gav says, hey, Sats, where do you think Jack Cogger will play in 2024? They already have Hastings at seven, Gamble at six. Now, I think if Hastings is going to be at Newcastle next year, now he refuted some rumours throughout the week on his social media that he is not going anywhere. But if he, if he is at Newcastle, I've got Cogger at seven. I've got Hastings at six. Right, yeah. Jack Cogger will go down when we look at grand finals as one of the big influences on that grand final when he came on the wow. field. Yeah. Okay. Outstanding. Rightio, uh, let's go to a break. This is Sports Day. We've got a sports update on the way soon, plus the Kia Top 7 from the weekend in sports. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. She got the way to move me, Great song. Great song. Hey, welcome back to Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Love you to get involved. 0457 736 736 if you're in Australia. 8833 in NZ. Or you can call us anytime, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You are the star of the show, including this man live from Cairns. It's Danger. Oh. Hello, Danger. G'day, boys. How are we going? Hey, Good. Danger, my, my, da- Danger, my daughter Olivia is in Cairns at the moment. So if with her new boyfriend. Uh, yeah. So if I send her if I send her number to you, can you give her a call and and maybe show her around Cairns? I can do that. Not yeah, a drama. Beautiful. Me and my wife, we'd love to do that. Yeah, How's nice. your health, um, by the way, mate? Was... You weren't you weren't well. Yeah, look, I'm yeah, good as can be. Good as can be. No, mate, I've had one saying in life. There's always somebody worse off than me. Oh. And that's yeah. how I look at life. Yeah. You know that's I mean? generally um, that's generally Glenn. So uh Okay, it's normally <laughs> me. All right. Yeah. Uh, what can but, we do for you, Danger? What I what I found up for um, and I think you and everybody in Australia will agree with me. You know how they're, they're talking about getting rid of banks and closing down banks and all this sort of stuff? No, but Next yeah. time you walk down the street, yep. next time you walk down the street, try and find a bloody rubbish bin. Oh, 100% try, agree. Try I only said it this morning, bin. Danger. There's not enough rubbish bins around. Really? Yes. There is now, none. You, the council yep. have got rid of everything. And I'm talking like from Cairns to Darwin to Brisbane, the Gold Coast, anywhere, even bloody Victoria. We, you know, me and the wife do a little bit of travelling. The other day, I ended up putting a bottle in the gutter because I walked around for about five streets trying to find a rubbish bin. There mm, is none. Mm. Now I've said it to you, you'll probably notice it even more. Exactly. 
You but, what, but why are you looking to dump rubbish on the street? What, what are you taking? <laughs> you two taking your rubbish from home? No, and no, no, prawns. No, no. Yeah, you wrap your prawns up and never use your own bin. It was That's actually, right. Yeah, yeah. No, it was actually a soda water bottle. And um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm thinking, this is bloody ridiculous. And I was talking to a lady in the shop. I said, you know, there's no rubbish bin. Oh, no, the council got rid of them about two years ago. And it's one of them things like they've done it very silently. What? Nobody knows about it. Well, everybody knows, but no one said nothing. But anyway, right. that's my wins for the day. All right, mate. Thanks, boys. You're binning. You're binning no bins. <laughs> good on you, mate. Yeah, well, that's well, it. Good to hear from you, Danger. O4O's uh, been on the text. What's happened here? I would get involved, but you don't read my messages anymore. I just don't fit in with the other seven classy listeners. Who's I'm, that? I'm, well, I'm just searching down all our text messages. Who's O4O? What? I'm sorry about that, O4O. I'm just trying to search for his text message. And I'm not, well, could be she. Well, she, be absolutely, yeah. Um, but calling yourself classy, I don't know about that. So mm-hmm. uh, apologies. Right out, let's get into the top seven. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. A good text before we get into this because it comes up in the Kia Top 7. Oh, no, actually, we've taken it out. Uh, hey, boys, has South Africa ever beaten England on the same day in two World Cups before? Belmont from Clarence. Yeah, I don't know. Good question. Mm-hmm. You are back in the smart squad. All right, number seven from the weekend in sport. Well, we've spoken about him at length tonight. Alexander Volkanovsky takes the fight with Markachev. With 11 days' notice, loses 12 kilos. I can't even imagine what that's done to his, his entire body, his system, his organs. But he's knocked out in the first round, taken down again by the Dagestani. Sickening. Do you know what the, when you look at, Behind Volkanovski, mm. usually they all look, everyone looks at the winner. But you look at the guys that are calling the fight, the, the people the immediately in that front mm. row, mm. everyone's just looking at Volkanovski to just say, we can't believe that just happened. Yeah, I know. Because he's that highly respected in the in the game. Uh, number six, Debiton Sunni Taruva gets Fiji out of jail. This is a great solo. A good game, yeah, it was. With a late, yeah, you said so. Yeah, yeah, really I didn't, didn't see it. With a late match winner against the Cook Islands. Wakeham to acting half, bullet to first receiver, ball sent over to Taruva, comes back towards the centre, accelerates Taruva, he's over the line, and he gets the ball down. Yeah, just two and throw. Um, two and throw, I should say. The uh, the game was, was a really good game. It looked like Cook Island were going to win it, but yeah, Sonny Taruva. They call him Tito. Do they? Tito. There you go. Um, number five, the All Blacks. Well done, Kiwis. They knocked over Argentina. Michael Checker, of course, the coach of Argentina, have had a great campaign they have. Qualified for the Rugby World Cup final, fifth time, stumping the Argentinians, the Pumas, 44-6. Inside ball to Will Jordan. Look at him go. He's going to kick for Jordy Barrett, but it might work out for himself. Oh, look at that. The All Blacks will play in a record fifth World Cup final. And how good all Southern Hemisphere final two, uh, I wish, uh, All Blacks taking on the Springboks after they beat England. Oh, so good. Mm. So good, that. Number four, Kiwis captain James Fisher-Harris gets a meat pie as New Zealand rack up 50 points against Samoa to make a statement to the Kangaroos. Again, they're looking for things down the left and straight through to score a try. 
Well, it's a sweet day for James Fisher-Harris. Good. Now, Carmel's been on the text on 0457 736 736. Me too. You don't read mine either. Now, Car- uh, Carmel, you don't send them to us. Carmel, we actually don't have one here from you. We stopped the show, put on deodorant, <laughs> we'll br- brush our hair. Whenever we have a female listener, yes, we are very respectful. So send it in again, Carmel. And, we'll, yeah. and also, was it 400? Yeah, 040. Yeah. Send in your text also. Yeah. Number three, she's an absolute superstar, this young lady, 22 years of age, Kayla McEwen. She not only broke her own 100-metre backstroke world record in Budapest, it's a World Cup over the weekend, she broke the 50-metre backstroke world record as well, won the 200 as well. She now holds seven of the top 10 100-metre backstroke times, fastest ever recorded, wow. and also... Won just over $150,000 as the number one swimmer at the meet. Unbelievable. Oh, she's a great athlete. Actually, I know our listeners will know this, and I've stuffed up so much tonight, so hopefully they'll help me out here. Why are all the big swimming events in Budapest? Is that where Fina I, I don't know. I don't know. Good yeah. song from Ezra, Man, Ezra, not Ezra Man, Ezra, what's his name? George Ezra? George Ezra. Sings yeah. Budapest. It's yeah. Nate from Bora. Oh, for, oh, honestly, boys, I love you. And think you do a great job, and sometimes you don't need to read my messages. I'm having a winch. No, Nath, we want you to tell us. Yeah. Keep us on the straight and narrow, mate. We deserve it. Hey, hey, by the way, yeah, why the big race swimming meets? They seem to happen in Budapest. I don't know why Budapest. Number two, uh, it's the controversial knock from David Warner. Jeez, isn't he? Why is it controversial? Well, no, it's controversial that someone's thrown up that he's the best white ball batter Australia's ever had. Hmm. People just, it's good. David Warner. you can heap on him anytime you like. Knocks 163 runs from 124 balls <laughs> against Pakistan to get the Aussie second win of the ODI World Cup. And that's a magnificent 21st one-day international century for David Warner. Are the Aussies playing cricket and NRL this Saturday against the Kiwis? Yes. Toronto Rod. Yes. yes, we are. Hope it's not a... Uh... South Africa, England scenario. Well, what what do you mean? You want Australia to win both? Yeah, no, don't no. start going for the Kiwis. No, I hope it's not against us. But yeah, I tell you what, this Kiwis rugby league side are a good side as well. Are they, but they're not going to get. They're not going to beat the Kangaroos, right? And do both sides rest their best they're players? Every chance. Well, they'll face each other the following week. In so the you final just rest. Yeah, you probably would. Yeah, you probably would actually. Australia didn't play this weekend. So we oh, but no, Mal want them to play. Yeah. This Kiwis team, they're a good team. They're a very good team. But so are the Kangaroos. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, no, we've got it. Number one. Sorry, listeners. Now, I had Sulcum in the Caulfield Cup. David Warner, oh, sorry, without a fight <laughs> wins. David Warner didn't win the World Cup. Uh, the David Warner also Caulfield. won the Caulfield Cup. He's short enough to ride the winner of the Melbourne <laughs> hey! Cup. Of the Caulfield Cup. Uh, without a fight, won the $5 million Caulfield Cup. Mark Zara on board. Not only this, he cops a seven-ride suspension for whipping too hard. Without a fight and Gold Tripper running on. West Wind blows at the 200. Without a fight runs on. Lays in on top of Gold Trip. West Wind blows 100 to go. Without a fight coming at it. Without a fight. West Wind blows. The hit in unison. Without a fight. Without a fight. But the Caulfield Cup narrowly from West Wind. I want what she's having. Now, that was without a fight. That screaming. was the horse, yeah. yeah. It, no, it wasn't for whipping the horse too hard or whatever. You said whipping it too many times. Yeah, I oh, know. So you can't whip it. Mm. There's a certain amount of times you can you can't whip the horse in a certain 
yes. zone. Yes. Um, Unless, down, of course, the horse likes it. Yes, coming down the straight. And if the horse has got garters on, loves it. With with the whipping of the now, I don't like the horses get whipped. No, I think if you're a good trainer, you should be able to train the horse without yes. the whipping. But outside of that, but again, the horse likes it. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, I don't know whether you're going to agree with me here. We've got to go to a break. But if yes. you're whipping the horse that hard that it's reacting and then finally wins, yeah, why should it be allowed to win? Oh, I don't get it. No, I, I'm totally with you. Why on, should on the win board. still stand? It should be disqualified. Yeah, because the whipping got it you would assume, got it into that better position. And only won by a very small margin as well. Yep. Hey, got to go to break. That is the Kia Top 7 uh, for the weekend of sport. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Quick one, quick text before we go to the break from 413. It's Simon from Balgowney, actually. Can Sports Day do a Twitter poll? Who has more holidays, Joel, Fletch or Albo? Fletch. Albo, then Joel. Yeah, and Canara Cowboy says, I text a run home all the time. I'm wondering if that is why you don't read my texts. Promise you a proud Queensland. I love your work, boys. Canara, we read yours out oh, all the time. for God's sake. Can everyone just calm down? <laughs> like, I'm sick of apologising tonight. Let's go to a break. This is Sports Day. Back in a mo. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show for our SEN listeners or via the SEN app. We've got the first serve uh, coming up real soon. I think it's the only show about tennis in Australia. Brett it is Phillips. the only show about tennis. Brett Phillips, the best in the business on Shortly. Um, I'm binning Scott Sattler, just uh, saying that he does not like the Beatles. No. All oh, the Rolling no. Stones. So Sporty Gav saying Sir Paul McCartney's playing at McDonald Jones Stadium. What's your favourite song from the former Beatle? Oh, silly love song. Yeah, love that song. Not a fan. I don't mind the song he sang with, um, was it Michael Jackson? Are uh, you yeah. ebony, no. ivory? Yep. Oh, no, say, say, say. Say, say, say. say I don't mind that. Say, yeah. say, say. Uh, uh, Jason, swimming is huge in Hungary, even more popular than in Australia. It is huge. And is able to host international events as the country has at least five Those pools. water polo as well. meet Venus standards. Mm. Who sent that text in? That's a great text. That is Tommy in Sydney. Thanks, Tommy. Uh, Daniel from Prairie Road, Prairie wherever, uh, is on the line now. Daniel you obviously want to hit back at uh, Rooster Muzz's awful comments. How are you, Daniel? Good, thank you, gentlemen. How are you? Really well. You really are our well. smartest listener, by the way. Yes, well, um, I just want to make it a uh, point that uh, you uh, appointed me that um, prestigious. Uh, exactly. I don't know how it... Oh, it wasn't still... I don't know how big it is. No, no, that's fine, mate. But no, is it but, yeah, true you didn't? Is it true you I'm didn't not, know who Lurch is, no. according to Rooster Muzz? No, absolutely not. If uh, if Rooster Muzz would like to clean his ears out and potentially go and download the podcast of uh, the I'm Loving League show, he would uh, have noted that it wasn't that that stumped my uh, phone call. It was yep. the who was the 
sponsor of the North Sydney, uh, uh, who had uh, Abco Finance on their jersey for the 1980s. And North Sydney. North Sydney. Mm. Right, yeah. But no, I rang up because all these people were ringing up and not knowing who Lurch was, but I definitely know who Lurch is. Um, right. But yes, um, I'm just I'm just here to defend my honour. Well, good on you, Daniel. We've got to go, mate. Take care. Joe is on I love the... It. I love it that he was forced to defend himself. Well done, Rooster. Daniel. Look at Rooster Mars. He's just a maestro. He's yeah. just... He's, he's the just, worm. He's the new worm. He's the new worm. He just worms in and out of all these relationships <laughs> and just plants landmines everywhere. Joe, we've got about 30 seconds, mate. What would you like to talk about? Oh, mate, look, I, I sent through a text message book, oh, about an hour ago because uh, the phone kept cutting in and out and I'm probably wasting up time now. But, look, I just want to talk about, a quick talk about rugby pathways and how, like, I personally feel that they're failing in Australia. Uh, 13 years ago, I started taking a team to the Ellis 7s down in down at Co- in Coffs yep. Harbour and then yep. down at the Central Coast. So over the 13 years, I raised money by myself to take, we were just an average side full of guys from the local area to go down. At one point, there was actually five teams coming out of the Hunter, um, all of which had players that had played with me over the years. So I went to the local governing body and approached them about maybe creating like a pathway to sort of say, hey, look, you know, there's enough players in here to maybe, you know, start entering a few of these sevens tournaments. So they said, yeah, you know, it sounds good. We, um, we'll put you in touch with a couple of sponsors. You, you know, you'll have to chase it all up yourself. But, you know, we're broke. We've got no money. We can't really help you. It's about as much as we can do. I said, yeah, no dramas. So I contacted the sponsors. Um, so in 2020, I think it was. Hey, Joe, Joe, sorry to cut you off, mate. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. The show's about to end. We've got to go in about ah, 20 seconds. Let's talk about okay. it tomorrow night, but We're going to have Rat in the studio yeah. tomorrow night. Let's let's get you on tomorrow yep. night, and he'll have some strong words about yeah. this as well. Is that all right, mate? Yeah, I, yeah, not drama. Look, I got I sent right. through the text message, so Good yeah, pass that on to him. And yeah, yeah Daddy's got no your problem. number. We'll give you a call tomorrow on the show. Have a good one, mate. Thanks for calling in. Thanks to everyone who sent uh, text messages in. Uh, the good ones and the ones where you've abused us. Uh, <laughs> see you, Sats. Catch see ya, you. bye.